Hello and welcome to Dine With Me. I'm Callie Punchard, your podcast hostess with the mostess, food obsessive, tableware enthusiast and founder of Studio Dine. In this podcast, I chat with guests about what would make their dream dinner party, from the dishes they'd serve and the drinks they'd pair to their guests, music, hosting and more. If you're new to the podcast, make sure to subscribe and share it with your friends and then pour yourself a glass of whatever you're drinking and let's get into it. Today I'm chatting with Lucy Hitchcock, an entrepreneur, marketeer, wine enthusiast and the founder of Sassy Digital and Partner in Wine. Lucy started Partner in Wine during lockdown to solve her very own problem of drinking warm wine in the park with her friends and is now stopped in Selfridges and Liberties, has collaborated with countless brands like Waitrose and Aldi to name a few and since her viral video regularly uses TikTok to make wine drinking more accessible and fun for the everyday wine drinker. If you love a picnic, she's also just released her much-anticipated picnic blanket, so make sure you go and check it out. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. How are you? Yeah, good. Uh, Do you know what? I love coming on other people's podcasts because... I just get a full hour to talk about myself unapologetically. <laughs> it's a good, uh, it's a good mid-afternoon activity for sure. Oh, it's fresh on a day like today. I was like, oh god, I don't want to do any work today. I'm over it. I know. So, I also feel like I ha- always have this lull in the afternoon where I'm like not very productive, and then I'm like one of those people that gets a bit of a second wind at like yeah. You're five like, what o'clock. should I do next? And then you're like, ah, yes, okay, five o'clock, now I should do this. And you're like, oh, wow, gosh, well, anyone out left for the working day, so. (laughs) Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. Um, Do you want to explain a little bit about what you do? Yes, I'll try and keep this short, as not to bore everyone. My name is Lucy Hitchcock. I am the founder of Partner in Wine and Sassy Digital. Um, Most, well, I don't know what most people know me for. Some people will know me for being Sassy Digital and some, a lot more people probably know me for being Partner in Wine. Um, so I run a digital marketing agency, well, I say agency loosely, uh, because that's never really what I wanted to, to run. I want my kind of digital marketing business to feel a lot more personable, um, feel like the word agency has a lot of kind of negative connotations to it, mainly around uh, not really getting value for money. Um, And yeah, I just like to work with my clients really closely. So I work a a lot with people on their e-commerce websites, on their branding and marketing. Um, But also, if you want to find out any more about that, I also basically give away a load of free information on social media. Um, so that is one half of what I do. The other half of what I do is probably going to be more interesting for this podcast because we're going to talk about food and I can, I love cooking. And also I, um, have my WSET level two, which is my qualification in, I don't know what they actually call it. My level two award in wine. Wine. Yes. So I basically, as the story goes, just after lockdown, I went for a socially distanced drink in the park with my friend, which was basically the first day that we were allowed to go and have a drink with our friends in the park. And me and my best friend Mads love a nice cold glass of rosé. So I'd had my bottle of wine chilling in the fridge all day. And I basically couldn't find anything to keep this bottle of wine cold. Ended up, I'm going to tell a very short version of the story because (laughs) uh, 
uh, I'm sure people have literally heard me bang on about it a million times. But uh, basically, I couldn't find anything to keep my wine cold. So I created an insulated wine bottle that holds a full bottle of wine, keeps it cold for up to 24 hours, one for up to 12, if that's your thing. It's mostly not people's thing, but you know, it could be. And mold wine. Mold wine in the winter. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and there, uh, you can also get the matching tumblers as well. Um, so yeah, and various other iced coffee cups and whatnot have kind of come as a result of that. And I'm launching a new product this summer, which is very exciting. Very um, exciting. So yeah, a little insight into what I do. Um, <laughs> and because of my whole wine thing now, I've somehow managed to become some kind of like strange wine content creator, vinfluencer, as I like to call it. Love that. <laughs> So there we go. That's me in a nutshell. It has its perks. It absolutely does have its perks. I am currently, actually at the moment, I go through seasons It's uh, of, of receiving lots and lots of free wine and then having to give it all away because my flat is <laughs> absolutely like overrun with it. And yeah. I'm having one of those at the moment because it's Easter this weekend. Um, so yeah. I've just got lots and lots and lots of wine out there. And people are like, oh, my God, poor you. And I'm like, when I first started getting given free wine, I was like, what the hell? This is amazing. My favorite wine brand actually sent me sent me wine. It's like they were the first people that sent me wine, um, Mirabeau. And you like, I've made it. Like, that, that this is it. Yeah. And this I is before I went now. viral. I was literally like, I have made it. Uh, little did I know what's about to happen to me, but yeah, now <laughs> I could have all the wine I could possibly ever want. It's so funny, actually, I was in Sainsbury's yesterday. Sorry, slight tangent. I right. get these um, six pound off vouchers in Sainsbury's when you spend forty pounds and then like scan your next card, but mm-hmm. you have to spend forty pound a week to like keep it going. And I that's how they, that's how they get you. It's how they bloody get you, and I don't spend yeah. that much money on food each week. I, I don't know how because. I mean, I, I eat a lot of food, but like, it's just like my weekly food shop never amounts mm. to that much. So I have to always like spend more to get the money off. So this week I was like, oh, you know, I've got, um, I've got various like bits and bobs. And obviously then the Easter weekend coming up and I was like, well, I don't really want to stock my fridge for the full week because I've got Easter weekend coming up. And firstly, I don't actually really know what I'm doing for Easter weekend yet. Um, I might go and stay with stay with some family but I might not so I was like well whatever what I'm going to do is buy a bottle of vodka which is sounds a bit odd but um my boyfriend and I really want to make bloody marys this weekend so I was like I'm going to top it up I'm not gonna buy much food I'm gonna buy a bottle of vodka and get my six pound off went to the till and the woman was like oh spirits aren't included oh damn and then she was like wine is and I was like oh (laughs) <laughs> I'm not even going to go into wine. I'm not going to buy any wine, but I'm not going to buy any wine. I was like, just leave. I, can't, I can't have this conversation with you. <laughs> she was like, wait, wait, just go and get a few bottles. I was like, no, no, I don't, no, I don't need any more. I don't need any more. <laughs> Nothing worse than being told you can't have the vodka that you spent ages figuring out that you needed once you get to the till. I know. I don't know why as well. Like whenever I go and buy spirits, I always feel a bit like people are judging me because I, I bought some really wholesome like food items and I was watching <laughs> vodka and it was Monday at lunchtime and I'm still hung over yesterday from Saturday. I was in the vodka aisle just like staring at this wall trying not to bomb. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine many people buy vodka on a Monday either. <laughs> oh, well, this girl does. Oh, cool. <laughs> Prep. 
Yeah. Uh, well, so you have a lot of wine. <laughs> I have a lot of wine. Yeah. You should. What you should do is have like a party every month where you're just like, we're all going to go and we're going to drink all of this wine that I've got left over from this month. Yeah. Make it like a big thing. In theory, that sounds like a great idea. In reality, what happens is I end up opening these bottles to film and because I live on my own, I'm Mm. like, well, I'm not going to... I had two bottles of sparkling open yesterday. Luckily, my friend's mum came over. Who's gonna? She's helping me with um, get some blinds, and um, I was like, do, "Do you know it's lovely wine?" She was like, oh, "What's the number?" And I was like, "Yeah, you could do me a favour if you took this off my hands. So can you just be perfect?" And then the other one I gave to my neighbour upstairs. But obviously, because I end up opening them, you can't. You, well, you can, but you shouldn't really drink wine after maybe like two or three days just because it won't taste as fresh to you yeah. or i the average wine drinker you actually probably wouldn't notice but some people claim that they can and i'm like well okay <laughs> you're like i've got a qualification and uh, yeah. i can't so <laughs> yeah even i can't so there we go also <laughs> wine is wine you know whatever well your neighbors must love you then they do my, my new neighbors upstairs i'm constantly bribing them we have a they put a bird watch uh, bird feeding thing in the garden and we've got loads of um wildlife here so we have like so many squirrels we have white squirrels by the way which is super rare wow uh lots of like birds and robins whatever so they put a bird feeder in their garden because they've only just moved in and then the the squirrels come and steal the nuts from the thing this is so boring by the way sorry (laughs) um they just come and steal the nuts it's all food related (laughs) yeah well yeah it kind of is yeah so we have this group called uh name of my road bird watchers society and uh which i made (laughs) <laughs> purely for the purely for the purpose of texting them and saying, firstly, the squirrels are stealing the nuts from your bird feeder. Don't know if you knew that. Yeah. Secondly, every like every time I'm filming, I'm like, there's a bottle of Carver in the hallway for you, or like blah blah blah. And they're like, you feel so bad taking it off your hands, and I'm like, you're doing me a favour. You, you should feel bad for not taking it off my hands. <laughs> well, so, I mean, they can't complain. They can't complain. Um, I'm always palming off like flowers and all sorts on my neighbours. So I feel like there are worse things. Yeah, that's a lot more. Than wine and flowers. Yeah. Well, Well, yeah. But they're like never as great as they looked at the event when they were like perfect, you know? Second wave. Yeah, I ended up with all the flowers from my brother's wedding. Well, not all of them, Mm -hmm. but like quite a lot of them. They were just sat in my house and I was texting my mum like, these kind of look a bit wilted. And she was like, well, what are you going to do? Accept them. What are you going to do? Yeah. Well, we are going to talk about your dream dinner party today. Are you a, you? well, you've kind of said you're a foodie already. I'm a massive foodie, yeah. Like I more am. more cooking yourself, or do you like to go out and eat, or both? Uh, I like it. I like a bit of both. I like a bit of both. So I love cooking, and I feel like this is worth outlining because I've had a massive debate about it last week with my brother. Um, I love cooking recipes that come from my head. So I'll see. I'll, I can't. I can follow a recipe. I just hate it. Hate mm. following a recipe. I'll follow a recipe for something like a sauce. So like a lot of the food that I like cooking is like, I love noodles. I love Asian food. 
Um, Same. And also, I just think it's quite like, it's easy, it's healthy, like a bit of soy sauce, ginger, garlic, honey, blue, 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 in the pan. <laughs> but for that sort of sauce or like a, like a satay sauce, I will follow a recipe just to get mm. the like quantities right. But um, following a full recipe is my idea of hell on earth because I'm like, well, I've put other stuff in the fridge I need to use up. Like, who says you can't put that in there? Whereas someone who yeah. follows a recipe will literally be like, oh, you can't put that in there. What are you doing? Don't say that in the recipe. <laughs> yeah, I'm very much a follow a recipe, but throw in like all my own stuff if I think it's going to work. Yeah, I'm like I a just... mid, a mid. I like to have like a guideline and then I'm like, oh, but like, I'll just see what, see what happens if I do this. Whereas baking, not for me, it's way too precise. Oh, well, weirdly, I can bake quite well, but I mm. don't because my kitchen's not big enough. In I what used way? to bake a lot. Well, I don't know if anyone knows this, but my Instagram account, if you scroll far enough back, I used to bake like every weekend and I would post pictures of my cakes on my Instagram. If you scroll right back That's to the beginning, that. I started my Instagram as like a food blog. I did not know that. Well, there you go. Fun fact for you. <laughs> um and I used to have a like WordPress food blog that I used to just like upload me- like meals that I'd been to and like post my little baking things on there, um, which kind of actually helped me get into what I do now because I mean I say kind of helped me I could build websites before that but mm-hmm. it was just like a little I don't know portfolio or whatever um, of I can use CNS system yeah so, I have made um, this work yeah. So, yeah, love food. So, love cooking. I'm also, I'm one of those people that saves all, like, the food places in London from Instagram, like, from Reels and TikToks. I'm going to New York in a few weeks to visit my brother because he lives there. And um, we've made a map of, we've, like, saved pins for all the places we want to go and eat already. Um, But these are all, like, food trucks. Yeah. Um, like random places. They're not like as much as like I love. It's funny because I think I used to love fine dining, and now I'm very much like a. I, I just like quick and easy. Like I want to go to a, I want to go to a place where you order and pay at the same time because I want to leave when I want to leave. You know, yeah. I don't going to a restaurant and waiting for the bill. I get really like. Oh, like, can you, like, what are you doing? Can you just bring the bill over? I think, I, I think you have to be in the right mood for both. Yeah. For sure. Well, it's not, it's not even that. I think just sometimes, sometimes you're not in the mood to sit around and like, but whereas sometimes you have the time, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. True. Doing that, um, pinning things on Google maps is such a good way to do it though. Yeah. It's so good. I didn't, I didn't know how to do it until yesterday, but um, yeah, cause yeah, then, I'm excited. Then also, if anyone else is ever going there, you just go like, here, here's my map. And you can like exactly. share it with them. It's great. Exactly. Um, but also my friend did it. She went to Rome recently and she had a map that someone else had created. Mm. And she said it was really great because when she was in like a specific area, she would look on the map and see what was around her. Yeah. So good. So you can kind of explore. Yeah. Without having to have too much of a like strategy to like yeah, what you're doing each day you. yeah nice exactly. i so, like yeah. plan all trips around food <laughs> i'm like where yeah. do we need to go so that we can did eat at this restaurant on a trip and i was like that looks unreal where did you go was it your honeymoon 
When oh maybe yeah last year Where did you we go? went to um, Puglia in Italy and you bought back loads of wonderful looking dishes yeah yeah so you we did. spent like forced Sam to spend like two days in a ceramics village with me like in the middle of nowhere but it was great well that's what she married <laughs> into sweetie exactly exactly no it was amazing so much good food in Puglia we literally just like ate our way around it was perfect oh my gosh. and then like so much good wine. So, so oh. much so that we had to stop drinking wine and start drinking Aperol. And then we drank so much Aperol, we started drinking Campari because we were like, I can't drink any more Aperol. Um, but yeah, it was it amazing. much after a while, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh God, that sounds like the dream. Yeah, it really was. And it's like just very chill vibes there. You can just yeah, like cross around. There's no pressure to do anything. The sun's out. Perfect trip. Yeah. Unreal. Perfect trip. So... Are you hosting your dinner party? Do you like being the host? I don't mind being the host. It's your dream I dinner party. Well, let me just say, I, I, I don't have people over a lot. And there no. is a reason for this. I think my friends think that I don't have people around because I have a white sofa and they get really weird about my <laughs> white sofa. And I'm like, I never said anything about my white sofa. That was all you. Um, I live in a one bed flat, so I only have four dining chairs, which is ideal for this party because I've only got myself and three other guests coming. Um, so I, I, so I will be the host on this occasion. Yeah. Perfect. Just, yeah. Just cause I've got enough seats. I think just on that basis. <laughs> if, do you like if, being the host or do you prefer being at a dinner party where somebody else is hosting generally? Or I quite like hosting cause then I feel like, do I like hosting? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd like someone else to clean up if that's allowed. Yeah, yeah. It's your dream. Okay. We can great. we can definitely get someone else in to clean up. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm hosting and someone else is cleaning. <laughs> Perfect. Um, are you hosting it at your house or do you have a different dream location? Oh wait, what? Can I have it some anywhere? You can have I want? it anywhere you want. You can still be hosting though. I think it'd be kind of weird if I didn't do it in my plat, though. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to say some exotic location, like in a abandoned church on the shores of Lake Garda, but <laughs> I just think I just don't think I think I feel more comfortable in my own home. Yeah, you know where everything is in your own home. Yeah, I don't want to be searching for the garlic crush or discover it's one of those garlic no. crushes that that doesn't have like a heavy head, so it doesn't actually force doesn't the push anything through, the, through. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. If you know, you know. Mm. We've got about eight different random garlic crushes. It's one of those things that, like, we just seem to have accumulated. And then my mum got me this, like, interesting one for Christmas that basically looks like a grinder. Yes. Yes, I've seen them. It's very odd, but then it's very hard to get all the garlic out of it once you've crushed it. Yeah, and it's hard to clean. My mum has one. Yeah, unless you put it in the dishwasher and hope for the best, but... Yeah, yeah. Garlic crushes are, are very hit and miss, aren't they? The OXO one is OXO good grits all the way. For I me. have heard that that one is very good. It's very not good. Yet, I've not yet tried it. Um, I feel like I've got, got too many already. Good, like it's, got, it's very heavy. It's got like a big, like chunky, heavy head that just goes straight mm, through. That's the job. Yeah, that's what you need. <laughs> Perfect. So we're we're hosting at your house. Yes, and my garlic crusher is present also. Your garlic crusher is present. <laughs> and that specific one. That specific one, yes. Perfect. Um, okay, so the table. Are you into 
styling? Are you into tablescaping? Are you going to have anything specific on your table? Well, I'm just going to use what I've already got because I'm a lazy gal at heart. So what I've got is, and actually this is, no, 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 this is a a good one. Right. I, I have to have placemats when I eat my food because I have a marble table when I say marble, it's reconstituted marble, so it's not real marble. Um, and it's also broken, thank you, West Elm, for delivering that. But after Not a year yet. of fighting, I managed to get a refund and to keep the table. So we, we shan't complain about the broken table, and everyone will deal with it. And I will tell that story at my <laughs> dinner party as to why there is tape all over my table. And okay. But marble sucks the heat out of everything. Ooh, interesting. I don't know if, you've, I don't know if you know this or if I experienced it, but no. it like... It, if you put a plate on top of marble, it basically sucks the heat out of your food. And I hate cold dinner plates. Mm. So I've got a table mat with a nice hot plate on top of it. That's Perfect. The key. Protection. That's the key. Yeah, but my table mats are just like those those like rectangle ones that are like have they're like fabric with the lines on them. Mm. I know what you mean. Yeah. My, I don't know wherever John Lewis maybe mine from. Yeah, I, I don't even know. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> And good, good candle, good candle in the middle. Perfect. Just keeping things simple. Yeah, minimal. Yeah. So you've got your, pla- your placemats for protection and your candle for a bit of ambiance. Yes, exactly. Um, and I'm going to also have my wine decanter in the middle because I never get a chance to use it. And I al- mm. always say I've got a very fancy uh, decanter from the Crusade. And I always say, when I have people around, I'm going to use that. But otherwise, it just sits on the side and looks pretty. Mm. I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Probably so, yeah. made to sit on the side. Too sad to keep in a box in the cupboard. No. No. <laughs> also, a side note from that, I do have a collection of very lovely, bougie wine glasses. So obviously, I'm going to do all the, I'm going to put all the wine glass out and be like, oh, would you like white or red? And then yeah, I'll just take away the glass that they don't want. So the wine, the wine is the main, yeah, the main star of the show. Yeah, on this table. Yeah, perfect. So you you having your you having wine glasses on the table already, or are you let letting people select their wine glass with their type of wine when they when they come in? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, perfect. Um, okay, so your guests, you've got three seats. You've got three guests, one dead, one alive, one fictional. Yeah. Who are you having? So this question I found really hard. And I had one, the person alive that I would have. And if anyone's heard me talk about this person before, I'm not obsessed. I just really like her story. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not going to start with her because everyone will, I feel like that's too expected. So I'm going to start with the most unexpected one, which is the fictional one. Right. I like and it. Then, Mix it up. Yeah. So I know from start to finish the words off by heart for Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Amazing. So do I. <laughs> the film. If, yeah. If you've not seen the film. Have you seen the film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with all the kids in the in the school at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Sorry, why does no one talk about this? That film has so <laughs> many famous people in it. It's a joke. Yeah, it does. So I recently, well, I say I recently watched it. 
I watched it for the first time in years, a few years ago, and I was like, this film is firstly very, very sexual. And I watched that multiple times. I mean, me and my sister-in-law were like, why did our parents let us watch this when we were younger? Um, but I it's feel got like there's like a, a few things like that now that you look back and you're like, mm, interesting. Yeah, let me just get the let me just get the cast list up here, right? Because this is ridiculous. So we've got Joan Collins. Yeah, Joan Collins as Mrs. Potiphar. She's amazing in that. I mean, there's just so, I mean, there's so many famous people in it. I mean, Donny Osmond was he famous before he was in this, probably, but great, great character. We've got mm-hmm. Richard Attenborough. Yeah. As Jacob. <laughs> I mean, I won't read the full list, but it's an all-star cast. I mean, it is an incredible fantastic. film, to be fair. If anybody hasn't seen it, 10 out of 10 yeah. would recommend. Um, um, so, so my fictional character is Joseph, but Joseph in the form of Donny Osmond. Okay. Not Joseph in the form of Jason Donovan, just for any, yeah. just to clear things up. I've got to clarify. Okay. You want yeah, the right I've one. got to clarify. Um, so the reason Joseph's coming to my dinner party is not because I know the words off by heart. I just think <laughs> he'd be really like, you know, it's a classic rags to riches story. Um, and also kind of like a fuck you to his brothers, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> that him. anyway, so I think, you know, he'd have a few great anecdotes to tell along the way. Um, and I think also he'd just be like a real good vibe. Mm, I get that. So, Do you think he'd be wearing his his Technicolor dream coat? I kind of want him to not be wearing that. And I kind mm. of want him to be wearing um, what he wears like at the end when he's the advisor to Pharaoh because it's kind of mm. like um, very kind of like flamboyant <laughs> outfit. Yeah. And just brings a touch of like campness to the room. Mm. which I would just love. Yeah, I feel that. So... Oh, I was not expecting that one from you. Yeah. So <laughs> that is my fictional one. Yeah. My alive is Jo Malone. Nice. Jo Malone, jo Malone, the woman, mm-hmm. um, who doesn't, by the way, own Jo Malone anymore. She yeah. now owns Jo Loves. Um I'm going to keep this one short because I'm sure I've gone on into so much detail in this in so many other podcasts, but um, I have actually met her once and it was a real tragic experience for me because I got so starstruck that I couldn't even get the words out of my mouth. Oh no, disaster. Yeah, yeah. so we're going to have round two at the dinner party and I'm not going to behave like a total freak. Are you going to pretend it's the first time that you've met or are you going to like laugh, no. try and laugh about the previous story? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm one of those people that wears my heart on my sleeve. I mean, if I ever met her again, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I've met you before and I was really starstruck and behaved like a freak, but obviously you probably don't remember because you meet so many day-to-day basis. <laughs> depending on the situation, of course, mm. you know, depending on how I meet her and what the context is. Um, so, yeah, Jo Malone's coming. She has a, she's got a very, very interesting life. Um, she, I don't know if you know this, but she sold, she sold Jo Malone to Estee Lauder Mm-hmm. after she had recovered from quite serious breast cancer and she'd lost her sense of taste and smell. Uh, taste and smell. Oh, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. And so she she really struggled because her whole, her whole business basically came off her blending essential oils 
that no one else was really doing at the time. And like, she just managed to get those right. And she just vividly remembers having this like unbelievable sense of smell um, from wow. a very young age, which is what she talks about in this book. So yeah, anyway, she said, never make a life-changing decision on a bad day because she said that that was her biggest regret was selling her final shares to Estee Lauder. And then she went on to do a few other bits and bobs, um, couldn't do fragrances or whatever for mm-hmm. another, I think it was five or 10 years or something after she, she sold it. Um, so like a, you know, non yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And um, then she started Joe Loves, which is now in its own right, very a very successful business. So um Wow, yeah, didn't know I just, that about her. I just think she's really great. She's and she also had loads of like family issues, family struggles. Um, but she just seems like a top gal, and I think we'd have quite a good time at a dinner party mm. with Joseph. Yeah, it's a good mix so far. Is there is, yeah. are there specific things you'd want to ask her, or you just want to pick her brains generally? Ah, uh, I, I. T- I don't know specifically I just yeah I don't know I think the conversation would just flow and I'd sort of be like I read this what do you reckon and she'd tell me about it nice quick chat yeah. generally yeah just general chat I mean I don't really have specific questions I like to ask people um but I just think it would be a good vibe you know mm. and I'd like to have her there um and then my my guest who has unfortunately passed away um i was i was thinking gosh who would i pick and i was like i'd love to meet the queen and ask her about her incredible life mm-hmm. but that's a bit cliche and also a bit too soon you know so then i was like who else would i want and i was like oh i really don't know like it's not coming naturally to me so i've got a bit of a wild card right and me. i'm sure if I thought about this for another six months, I'd have a better answer. But actually, this I've chosen this person because I think they would really just like round off the guest list. And she'd get along with Joe. She'd get along with Joseph. I've got two Joes at the table. <laughs> Joe and Joe. I've got Joe and Joseph. Uh, and I also think she'd have some very interesting things to say. So I've gone for Olivia Newton-John. Amazing. We've got the musical connection mm-hmm. with Joseph over here. Um, we've got strong independent women vibes going on. Um, human rights and environmental activist. Mm-hmm. There'll be many interesting stories, I'm sure. And I just think we'd have an absolute hoot. Great group. Like we'd have a few drinks and maybe get a bit rowdy and then we'd put some like Joseph on and we'd sing those Canaan days, you know. Yeah. Would you make get... would you make him sing it and then you guys just join along? Well, he doesn't actually sing it in oh, the film, yeah. does he? It's his brothers. Mm. So uh we'd all harmonise actually perfectly uh together. And I would maybe play the main <laughs> character in that in that song. <laughs> <laughs> I would really like to see that. It would be a wonderful song. Like, great it? image, yeah. It really would. So, Amazing. Yeah. On your marble, t- around your marble table. You know what? Stranger things have happened in my life. So we'll hold out for that one. Yes. What, um, what do you think makes a good guest and vice versa, a bad guest? Oh, someone that doesn't always talk about themselves. Yeah. I don't want any drama at my party. I'm drama no, free. Good vibes only. Good vibes only. Um, 
someone that offers to clear up, but I don't let clear up. So I want yeah. someone to offer. Um, but like, obviously, like you always offer, even though you don't need mm-hmm. You don't want to go around someone else's house and clear the table. Do you? Mm, no, sad times if they say yes, but you've got to offer. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you've got a cleaner and, coming around afterwards anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not, I'm not cleaning up. Um, so I think, yeah, and also someone with a weird sense of humour. I want some freaky jokes going around the table. I want like, or just someone that's wanting to have a few. Yeah, that's it. Someone's wanting to have a few glasses of wine and just chat shit with me. Yeah, that would be that's okay. ideal. We have these. Uh, me and my family have Hitchcock. Friday night red wine nights we mm-hmm. consume far too much red wine and end up just <laughs> chatting absolute rubbish nonsense that's and, uh, one of my favorite parts about a dinner party yeah absolutely um don't mind someone that knows how to play games and brings a game along to the thing um as in like oh do you have a pack of cards we play games i i my my brain capacity unfortunately will not hold games and rules mm-hmm. um I'd like to play one round of the game and then be done after that. I'm not really a game player, but I like someone that brings the kind of knowledge and the effort, you know? Mm. Comes with some ideas. Play. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Always or, or or comfortable instigating. Exactly. Fun times. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd even go with, um, sometimes we have game games nights at home where we play silly games like uh, you have to putt a ball onto a piece of paper. <laughs> um, so it lands on the piece of paper. Yeah, it's a yeah, very yeah, hard, gotcha. it's a very hard game. Uh, and we also have uh, my dad's. My dad's quite good at sailing, so we have lots of trophies at home. And we have throw the the ping pong ball into the trophy. That's uh, that's another family favourite. It's like a elevated beer pong. Yeah, it is. Except it's not a drinking <laughs> game, unfortunately. No. Um, Has it ever been made into a drinking game? Like, has anybody ever gone, why have we not made this into a drinking game? Well, no, because we'll play partner in wine pong on this partner right. in wine beer pong table that I made. But obviously, sometimes it'll be a drinking game. Sometimes it'll just be for, like, the clout of the dinner party, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so an instigator of game playing is allowed to is is allowed to be on the list of what makes a good guest. Um, what makes a bad guess is someone that wipes their hands on their trousers and not their napkin. Yeah. Um, we can't be having real, Joseph do that on his, uh, that's a real ick. I mean, outfit. he's been trained by, he's been trained by the pharaohs. So he's, he's <laughs> got good table manners. So yeah. And what else, what else makes a bad thing? Someone that doesn't bring a bottle of wine or like flowers along with them. Mm, oh no 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 no! someone that does but brings terrible bottle with them (laughs) (laughs) somebody who brings it just for the sake of bringing it and doesn't actually think about what it is it's like a bottle of prosecco that the label's kind of scratched off on my mind that's been in the back of your cupboard for about 10 years look we always we all do it we all do it all right but also let's put a stop to it not so obviously. No. Hmm. <laughs> so no. somebody, somebody that makes an effort, somebody's bringing that's bringing something with them, has thought about it, wants to bring the fun vibes generally. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. Good what vibes. are you listening to? 
Okay, so currently we're listening to... I've got two playlists that I usually tend to crack. Actually, no, I've got three. They're all quite chilled vibes. Mm. Um, I love a bit of, like, Khalid, just on loop, mm-hmm. just everything. Just yeah. this is Khalid from Spotify on loop. Because it's just a very chilled vibe. I hate um, music that's too loud or music that's too, like, fast because I feel really stressed. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to eat my food okay, really yeah. quickly. Um, so Khalid or, like, chilled house. Yeah. Or at the moment... I'm loving country music. Okay. So I'm going to say country music because... House slash country music. <laughs> yeah, house country. Is that... That could be a genre. I don't know. I would like to hear that though. I'm going to look it up after this. I'm sure um, I'm sure Spotify will have something to give you. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, we're go- I'm just going to go for a playlist because I think it's good with country music to have a mixture of different sounds because you can mm-hmm. have upbeat you can have chill you can have nice and that that sets the tone for your dinner party but also you know that you've got your sing-along with joseph coming later on so you've got like the high vibe later yeah i also do have another musical appearance at my dinner party okay all right can't so, wait <laughs> yeah well i'm sure we'll talk about that we'll later that for a minute yeah <laughs> it's a really good it's a really good one i can't wait <laughs> Um, okay, so food, the main the main event. What are we eating at your dinner party? So this can be what you like to cook for guests or it can be just be your absolute favourite things. Yeah, I'm not cooking, I've decided, because they're my favourite things. And although I do, I mean, I do like cooking these things. Do I? Have I ever really cooked these things? But I've got a small kitchen, all right? There's, these are just, like, nice things hmm. that I like. So, starter, I'm going to go with, um, like, Spanish sizzling garlic prawns oh, in yeah. lots of oil. That is up and there with what one of my starters would be. It's, it's just so good. And yeah. it needs to, like, have enough oil so that um, there's this little side on this is really delicious crunchy bread like fresh crunchy bread i'm um, so with you to dip into the oil have you had an exceptionally good version of that somewhere before yes i have i go to menorca with my friends every summer and there's a bar there called the red and white well it's not called the red and white bar that's just what we (laughs) call it and they have unreal garlic prawns and they're so fresh mm. you know when you look at a prawn it doesn't look like a normal prawn that's how fresh they are that is what these prawns are perfect i can probably dig a picture out for you for I promotional picture, purposes yeah. if you want <laughs> perfect um, yeah so that is a great starter and i'm gonna i'm going to can i pair some wine with this absolutely we can do your drinks and your food at the same time if you like okay great so because this prawn dish is coming from the red and white bar, um, I'm going to pair it with a Spanish wine called Venusol, which is like a Spanish white wine. It's very, I mean, it's not, it's not that cheap, but it's cheap in Spain. Um, over here, I think you can actually buy it in the supermarket for like seven pounds or something, but it's the type of wine that like, it's just, it's a white wine, 
super refreshing. But the kind of premise behind this is um, when you're looking for wines with what you're eating, um, there's like a general rule, which people say, and you may have heard this before, which is that, um, I can't remember the exact saying, actually, it's just fallen out of my brain. But basically, oh, what grows together goes together. Yeah, that's it. So Spanish food will go with Spanish wine. So for example, chorizo and Rioja, perfect pairing. Amazing. Venusol, prawns, white wine, seafood. Um, in white wine, you tend to have like flavor of citrus. If it's quite dry, stone fruits, grapefruit, maybe. Um, and it just really brings out the best in mm. the seafood. And um, not to mention the fact that if you have a dry white wine, it will cut through the fat. So there's lots of oil in that dish, which will kind of stop the mouth feeling a bit tangy. So mm. we're going with the Venusol with the prawns. Fab, great start. Thank you. Great, great start. And then, are you main. all are you all sharing that in the middle of the table, or are you are you plating that up individually so everyone has their own? No, we're going to do. Everyone's going to have their own dish that's been like like stone baked. Um, yeah. Because what I don't like is there always being one left in the middle. So I'm going, oh no, you, oh no, you, yeah, no, oh no, on the Oh, are you sure? Oh, actually, okay, we'll have it. <laughs> Wait, if you've got your own dish. Great. And also, yeah. like, I want to dip as much bread in the oil as I want, not being like, oh, I should probably save some for someone else. So, we're dripping the oil everywhere. You don't want that. Yeah, exactly. So, mm. especially so, yeah, not, everyone... especially not on the marble table. No. Oh, well, I mean, the marble table is, the marble table is basically ruined. So, we can have splish, splishy splashy on there. That's fine. Um, so then I've got the prawns from the starter with my wine. Um, by the way, I may have had a little aperitif before this. That's all right. Throw in your aperitif. Sorry, I know we're not on the drinks part, but I just think it's worth mentioning this because you've got to like go on the journey, you know. So we're mm. going to have a South African sparkling to start, mm-hmm. and we're going to have a Grand Beck Pinot Noir 2017, which is an exceptional, exceptional bottle of sparkling rosé, which costs, I think it's maybe like 15 pounds and it's uh basically it's aged um the normal grand beck rose is delicious by the way but when you have like an when you have a i've had the normal um, i've had the normal one i don't know if i've had the, the other one you can only get the other one from majestics i think mm. um but it's it's been aged for a certain amount of time and it's a specific vintage. So obviously it's 2017, but the, which means the grapes have obviously come from 2017. Um, but because it's been aged, it has these really nice, like toasted brioche bready notes, as well as obviously like the, the kind of classic flavors that you tend to get with, um, rosé champagne, but it's Graham Beck is also made in the same way as champagne. Um, so South African sparklings are usually made, um, in a method called method classique, um, which you might find sometimes abbreviated as MCC um, by the cool kids. But it basically (laughs) means that it is made in exactly the same way as champagne and therefore you get very, very similar flavor profiles. The difference is is that it's very, very reasonably priced Mm. um, and it's very, very good value for money. So especially this particular bottle, um, it was, I did it as one of my champagne dupes just before Christmas that went viral, um, as an alternative style for Laurent Perrier rosé, which yeah. is obviously, um, really delicious, but also 
much more expensive. Much more, um, much more expensive. I actually went um, to a Hindu a couple of weeks ago and we did a sparkling wine tasting. And it was great, yeah. Oh, fab. Such a good Hindu activity. But like sparkling wine was fun instead of like a normal wine tasting. Yeah, I love that. It's just a different fizz. Yeah, I think also the thing is you... I don't think sometimes you're like, oh, I can't taste the difference, but actually you can. You really, um, I was very surprised how different they all were once you're like actually trying them all together. Yeah, it is mental. I mean, there's lots of different styles, like there's different ways of making it. Mm. Um, but also in terms of like the, the grapes as well. Because we started with like a Prosecco, which was so light then when you went back to it from like the champagnes that we tried at the end and it was just like wild to me how actually different they were i know it's crazy mm. i mean they sparkle prosecco and then put it into the bottles rather than they sparkle it in massive like stainless steel vats rather than mm. um carbonating in the bottle which is obviously how champagne is made so Obviously, they're bound to taste very different. <laughs> so, what what are we having that with? That's your that's what you're starting with. Yeah, that's what we're starting with. So, for Maine, judge me all you like, right? Bread, good. Tomatoes, good. Cheese, great. Right? Yeah. Just have a pizza. Perfect. I love like pizza. a real, real good stone baked pizza. Yeah, I was going to say, what kind of pizza? Well. I think, you know, everyone can choose their own, but I personally am just going for a margarita. Yeah. You can't go wrong. You just cannot go wrong. What what kind of pizza are we talking? Like a like a like a thin base. Yeah. Like yeah. stone baked. I'm not opposed to having a sourdough one. Yeah. Sourdough. Are you like a lot of cheese or like keep the cheese minimal? It's all about the base. Uh, no, no, I quite like a lot of cheese, but mm. I want the perfect mixture between like a little bit of crisp and a little bit of, because I want a bit of chew, you know, and, and, and sort of pull. What I don't want to happen is for the base to go soggy, which is what you get quite a lot on sourdough pizzas. Yeah. Maybe they've over, overgone it with the tomato, but I want to be able to pick the slice up. Yeah, without it, and it like, not, falling and it into not each going, other. Whoop, yeah. And then you have to fold it and then you're like shoving yeah. your gob and... <laughs> You don't want to be you don't want to be shoving things in your gob at a dinner party, do you? No, absolutely not. If you're going out for pizza, where would you go? Oh if I was going out for pizza, I'd probably go to my local Italian, which is called um Centomino, which you may know because you used to live in Southampton. Mm. Oh, I've never um, actually been there though. It's good. I the thing is I normally tend to go for mm. pasta there because they're pasta dishes. They make the pasta fresh. Normally when you go out for pasta, they never make the pasta fresh. So um they also change their menu seasonally, which I love. Um but every time I go there I mean to get a pizza and then I just always get sidetracked by the pasta. So <laughs> Yeah, fair. But on uh, this occasion you're having the pizza. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, the pizzas are very, very good. Or in this situation, mm. I'd have a pizza oven and I'd bake them. I don't have mm. a pizza oven, but I would buy one for the dinner party. Yeah. I don't know where I'd store it, but we'd work that out later. That's okay. You're not cooking it, so maybe we can just get a pizza oven in with somebody to cook said pizza for the yes. evening. What are they called? They're called like 
Pizziolo or something. I actually have no idea. They, they have a name. I didn't know they had a specific Hang name. On. I'm going to Google it. What do you call a pizza chef? Yeah, Pizziolo. The chef who specialises in making pizzas and has been trained to make real Italian-style pizzas. Perfect. Yeah. Speaking of Italian-style pizza, I'm going to have specific kind of wine with this. Yep. I'm going to serve it with a Montepulciano. Okay. If you've ever been to, if you've ever been to Pizza Express, you may have had this wine before. Italian wine. It's very, very easy to drink. I'm very easy to drink a lot of it, which mm. is obviously, as we know, we're going to get, later on in the dinner party, everyone's going to start getting a bit boozy and chatting loads of shit. Yeah, so um, you need, you're going to need this to start coming in at this stage. Exactly. We don't want something too heavy, but also we want something that goes with the pizza. So, yeah, Montepulciano, what grows together, goes together. Pizza, Italian wine. Perfect. Yeah. Are you are you giving your guests, like, pizza topping choices, or are you like, we're all having margaritas? Because that's what I want for my dinner party. That sounds really boring. Though, you like that. <laughs> they can choose their own. They can choose their own. No, I, there's nothing wrong with just a margarita pizza. Well, they can choose. They can choose from the menu of the uh, uh, two pizzas, which is margarita, or they can have an American hot with ha- so like jalapenos. Yep. Uh, with a soft egg in the middle. Ooh, I did see your story about the egg the other day. What's <laughs> wrong? Why are people so judgy about eggs on a oh, pizza? Oh no, I have no problem with the egg on pizza, but like you w- eat was, was it torn? With bread. Yeah. Was, was the egg torn? No, no, no. Was the the, oh, the pole on your stories torn? <laughs> um, I think people got slightly confused because I said, um, for anyone listening, I put a poll on my stories that said, "Is egg on pizza weird? Yes or no?" And some people put no, as in like, "Ew, no." So it was very fifty-fifty. And then my friend was like, "Oh no, I didn't know. I thought you meant." No, I don't want it. And I was like, well, should have read the question then. <laughs> so I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it depends what other toppings you've got with said egg. Yeah, true. I mean, I wouldn't... Well, give me I an have example no problem with the egg. Want. Well, I don't know, actually, now that I... I think it I would be it. weird with, like, a feta pizza or, like, yeah. goat's cheese. I'll be rank. Yeah. But if you've got, like, something quite simple already... Or duck pizza... Yeah, I, I mean, is a duck pizza that um uh, A duck pizza is a thing. Let me tell you, we've got a pizza van local to us and they were so successful it, in lockdown. Um, I know Dojak. exactly who it is, yeah, because we went all the time in lockdown. Yeah, their duck pizza is iconic. In fact, I would change my pizza to be the duck pizza. Um, I don't remember them doing a duck pizza. Yeah, it's, it is their, um, the tits. Their dips are good too. They are very good. I mean, they're just all around mm. great. We tried to book them for our wedding last year. My but, brother tried to book them for his wedding and they couldn't come for No, yeah, I think their van is too big or something. Can't I remember. think also they said that the date that it was on, they were like, we're going to make more money doing, doing something, something locally. That might be what they said to us. I mean, they're so busy. They should get another van. I'd be like, name your price. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd realise how expensive everything else was. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no, it is <laughs> wild. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, eggs egg on pizza. I mean, they can have whatever they want. I reckon, I reckon Joseph would go for the egg vibe. 
I reckon Joe might go half and half. Olivia mm. would probably go just margarita with me. Nice. She seems like that kind of gal. <laughs> Simple gal. Yeah. Okay. So that's uh, that's that's my main starter. Does that? I'm really torn here. That was a big so. sigh. Are you a dessert person? I am very much a dessert person. And I used to be the person that would complain whenever there wasn't a chalky dessert on the menu. So I'd, the thing is, I love a chocolate dessert. But Same. most of the time, they have some kind of weird like peanut brittle or something in it. And I hate peanuts <laughs> and peanut butter. Right. Um, at the moment, I'm going through a real um, apple crumble stage of my life. Ooh, that's, that's not what I was expecting after that chocolate spiel. Yeah, I know. I know, judgment we like. Apple crumble is good though. Are you more, uh, are you like more crumble, less fruit? Or do you like the general mix? Well, I tell you what, I had a, I had the best crumble ever at a local pub to me. Um, I went on, I was going on, <laughs> we went a bit wild in the winter for roasts. So every Sunday we were like, let's yeah. try somewhere new for a roast because the local pubs were just like, you know, you know what you're going to get. I just wasn't into it. I'm trying someone mm-hmm. new. So we walked to this place in Kingston about 40 minutes, walked from my house. Got in there. They were like, nah, it's fully booked today. Can't come in. So we we're like, oh, okay, we walked past the pub on the way. Let's go in there. This pub we ended up in had, I, I had the best roast I've ever had there. Where was so it? So good. It's called the Canberra Arms, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like out the back of Kingston. Yeah. I've been there before. Yeah, really good. I think it's a Young's pub, but I think within Young's pubs, they always have like quite good chefs because the menu's never the same. Yeah. But the food was really, really good. So the, the roast was great, but the, the crumble that we got to pudding and we were like, oh, what should we put it? Okay, let's have one. I had the crumble and it was a plum and I would say it was like a plum and pear. No, plum and blackberry. It was plum okay. and blackberry. It was, it was very, very purple. Mm-hmm. And the crumble topping was like, so nothing I've ever tasted before. It was like, it looked quite sparse, mm. but it was like big chunks of like melt in the mouth shortbread. Yum. That's all I can describe it as. I think when you get a crumble right, it is very good are you having ice cream with your crumble i am having a pot of custard on the side and a pot of ice cream on the side so that i can scoop and choose have a bit of each but you do, but you're yeah. not getting any contamination in the bowl no and also like look some people prefer different things so i think you're better off to offer ice cream cream or custard mm, true at your dinner party yeah What's your what's your general go to if you ha- had to only pick cream custard or ice cream for like ever? Oh, only pick ice one. cream. I go for ice cream any day. Yeah, you love I'm custard though. Not really into custard. A good custard, you can't mm. can't beat good custard. Um, yeah, I'd always pick cream, but I'm one of those people that has uh, at any one time. I always have to have many ice creams in my freezer. I'm like an absolute ice cream hoarder slash muncher <laughs> what kind of um, ice cream so mini twisters mini magnums any kind of mini magnum um 
Can't go wrong with the choc ice. And also, I love the Moo frozen yogurt lollies. I don't think I've had one of them. Yeah, they're very, very good. And they're, they're I mean, they're not like count calories, but you don't need a chocolate ice cream every night. And they really just, you know, they do the job. Nice texture. Feel like you're having a healthy snack. Not, are you eating are you eating frozen <laughs> when are they not frozen are you eating ice creams all through the year from the freezer I'm a three, six, five kind are of gal. you not just yeah. summer gal interesting no, 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 no. no i'm an all year rounder wrap up warm to have your ice cream so that you're not freezing <laughs> i'm very cold-blooded so i'm always wrapped up warm mm. <laughs> what are you having to drink with your apple crumble so I'm not a huge fan of dessert wine, so I'm not going to go with like a... I mean, if I was having chocolate, chocolate and port is actually really delicious, but that's mm-hmm. not what I'm having, so let's throw that up on it. Um, so I'm going to now move on to the hard stuff. We're going for we're going for gin and tons. Any particular type of gin? Uh, Mirabeau rosé gin, because that gin is the best. Nice. It? Get to know. With okay. a light tonic, light Mediterranean tonic. One of the fever tree ones. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I do like that maybe one, the Mediterranean a, one. Yeah, maybe like a slice of grapefruit. Mm. Or just lemon. Well you could have you could have a little platter of fruits and let people decide what they want. You could. What's wrong with the lemon though? What's all this mm. like peppercorn and all of that? <laughs> yeah, I don't I get like the peppercorns it. because then you end up drinking one by accident. Yeah. Do you know what I always have in my freezer, though, which is why I'm saying lemon or lime or grapefruit, is I um, I buy them and I chop them up into slices and put put them in the freezer. Yeah, such a good shout. My freezer's currently full of jalapenos from last summer from the rose jalapeno trend. (laughs) Bring it it back this year. Spring's spring's coming. Yeah, spicy G&T, spicy rose. You did, try it. you did try it with a lot of different drinks, didn't you? I tried it with white wine. I think white wine was actually the best. It's one of my most viewed videos on TikTok. Um, yeah, slightly peppery notes. It was, it was very good, actually. Um, so, yeah, gin tonic with, with dessert, I think. Got to, nice. Got to round it off with a little nightcap. Nice. And at this point, this is when you're all having your, having your little sing-song. You've got your gin and yes. tonics. Nice. Yes. Okay. So entertainment wise, I am ready for this now. Right. So before we have a sing song, we're going to need to like get this, like we're going to get it sort of like started with a mm-hmm. guest act. So okay. I've, so I've now invited, hang on, let me Google how many of them there are. I'm so intrigued. Oh, I think I know what you're going to say now. Okay. Anyway, I don't know how many of them are. <laughs> I've got some extra guests coming. Um, I've got the fisherman's friends coming to my dinner party. Stop. <laughs> because I just love them. I think they're great. And those harmonizations, real good vibes. So, uh, yeah, I love a sea shanty and I won't deny it. <laughs> and I just think, you know, they just get, it just gets people going, you know? So, they come along, sing a bit of, you know, John Kanaka or whatever they're going to sing, get that party started. And also they're quite jokes. Um, not that I've seen them live, but um, 
I admit I may have seen a YouTube video or two. <laughs> and a bit of audience participation. They tell a few jokes and... Hype everyone then up. Obviously, then obviously there'd be more people there. So then we'd all just get really drunk together. And then... Yeah, then you got free-flowing gin and tonics happening after that. There's eight of them, by the way. There's eight of them. Oh, wow. That's quite a lot. Yeah. So now uh, your so... your four-person dinner party's quadrupled. Yeah. Tripled. Tripled. <laughs> that was terrible maths. So, yeah. We've now got we've got a bunch of bunch of people there. Um, I love the Fisherman's Friends. I want to go and see them at the Minac. Yeah. Nice. Um, so yeah, they're they're now joining me at the dinner party. Amazing. The and they're just um, they're just staying for the foreseeable. Yeah, yeah, they're in it for the long haul. Yeah, now. yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, they're in it Amazing. for the long haul. So yeah, and then we're basically just going to put really loud music on, and we're all going to sing. So we might have a bit of Jason, might have a bit of Grease. Why not? Yeah, nice. You've got to do the rounds, I think. Unfair to yeah. put it all on. Yeah. Not give Olivia a turn. Yeah. I feel like this dinner party's turned out to be quite a good one. I was slightly concerned before I got on this call. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> My boyfriend texted me and went, you can't have the queen at a dinner party. It's meant to be, a dinner party's meant to be fun. And I was like, you've, oh, no, she could be fun. I would quite like to see the queen singing along to Joseph. Yeah, I know. I just think... I reckon she's a fan. I reckon she's seen it. Yeah, I bet she loves the Fisherman's Friends as well. Mm. She's a she's a very well-travelled woman. That's all mm. I'll say. But yeah, you could definitely have a good grease sing-along with, with Olivia Newton-John. Oh, 100%, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so I just think it would be great vibes. We'd have good conversation. We'd have some laughs in there. And we would also have... Sing along at the end. It's one of love. Yeah. The best way to end a dinner party, I reckon. Yeah. Nice. I hope, right. I, I hope this is one of the more, uh, I hope this is one of the weirdest dinner parties that you have on your podcast, <laughs> Ali. I'll be disappointed if it's not. Well, the time will tell. Only time will tell, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to look forward to listening to the other ones. <laughs> I think it's so good. I think it's so interesting, the people that, people put together I think that's a huge part of the dynamic that makes this great is like how the who you would pick but also how those people would interact in the same room yeah so fun yeah you I I do think that's important when answering that question is how how everyone would interact that's why you've got to choose wisely I think Mm. yeah I mean you could just throw three random people in there and see how it goes, but you, it doesn't bode well for the rest of your dinner party, I think. No, it doesn't. And also, I don't... The thing is, it's like inviting, like, three different friends from three different friendship groups around for dinner. You've yeah. kind of got to be a bit polite and not mm. really get... You don't really... I don't know, sometimes it's a bit like... Oh. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm pleased, I'm pleased with... Uh, I'm pleased with the selection. Mm, it's a great selection. Right, quick quick fire questions for you. Okay. I feel like this is not relevant to your dinner party because it's only four people, but are you a table plan kind of gal or are you like a let let people sit wherever they like? Is this just generally? Generally. Table plan, because I don't want to end up sat next to someone that I don't want to sit mm. next to. 
that's true that is true <laughs> even yeah. like generally now there's there's people at dinner parties before I've been like, oh, I, really, I don't really want to see you. <laughs> so I'd rather there's a table plan and I'd rather that I know the person who's making the table plan. Yeah, so you can you can actually have a little bit of a say beforehand. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Sweet or savoury? Savoury. Mm. I used to be a sweet kind of girl. Now I'm savoury. Mm. I mean, yeah, there's there's so much choice for savoury. I love a bread basket. Mm. That's part of that. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Are you having bread? Ba- oh, wait, you're having bread with your starter. So, yeah, you're having bread. There's basket. unlimited bread. Yeah. There's unlimited bread or meal. Mm. <laughs> well, you got bread with your starter. Pizza bread? Pizza base? Well, I actually once went for a dinner with my friends, and my friend was like, Should we go for a nightcap? And we ended up at the Ivy on the King's Road. Um, of all places. Mm. I went, oh, I get dessert. Should we get dessert? And I went, yeah, all right. So they all had desserts and I ordered a loaf of bread <laughs> after my dinner. And I, I ate that. this delicious loaf of bread. What are you eating it actually, what are you eating it with? Oh just like just, just I like salted butter mm. and a bit of oil and yeah. bit of olive oil, bit of balsamic. Mm. Delicious. Delish. That yeah. is the problem with going anywhere in Italy. <laughs> problem with going anywhere in Europe. You're not eating anywhere in Europe. You're, yeah. you're filling up on the bread basket. Oh, it's too delicious. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I can't complain. Uh, Favourite cookbook? Oh. Oh, I'm actually in a cookbook. Are you? Know you? No, I didn't. Yeah. So maybe I'll say the cookbook that I'm in because... Cameo? Yeah. Uh, I am in Madeline Shaw's Ready Steady Glow. Are you? And it is actually a fantastic cookbook, by the way. Um, it's basically all about just like kind of like healthy eating in like thirty minutes or whatever. Mm. Um, her, um, her, I can't remember what it's called now. A year of seasonal eating or something. Yes, that's one of my favourite cookbooks. Is it? Well, mm. I helped. I helped. Well. I, I sense checked many most of that book. So did you? Uh, I did, yeah. You Amazing. might I'm pretty sure there's a little thanks to Lucy at the end of that. I will have a look in a minute. As, as no, there there's is. a there's a really good actually to be fair, there's a few in there that I cook all the time and then I probably haven't even looked at half of them. It's one of those things with cookbooks, like you find certain recipes in them that you like and then you just go back to the same ones over and over and over again. But there's a Porn Korma in that book that is unreal. Well, do you know what, Callie? I uh, was one of the first people to taste that recipe from the woman herself. I was, yes. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, it was great. We used to, um, I used to just get fed all day. It's amazing. What's the, what's the connection? How do oh, you... so when I first left my job, I worked with Maddie for like, well, between two and three days a week on oh, no. like her website marketing stuff when I first left my job mm. um and yeah I just had the best time amazing yeah that that um is like one of those recipes I always go back to like if you've got any leftovers or like you cook a roast and then you got leftover chicken like that is such a good one yeah do you know what? I've not cooked that I need to get that recipe book out the problem mm. is my in my kitchen 
it's so small that I have an extra shelf at the top to give it some like extra storage, extra mm. height. But I have to take a ladder up there to get my cookbooks out. So mm. I just tend to Google things. But maybe I will get out. You've inspired me. Yeah, that is a good one if I could recommend one. Um, I quite like a mob cookbook as well. Yeah, me too. I'm into their cookbooks. Have you got the new, it's not that new anymore, the fresh mob one? Um, no, but uh, I have like flipped through it from at someone else's house. Mm, they're good ones to flick through for sure. Yeah. They've got good, good um, yeah. But there's some, I've cooked some things from that one recently that have been really good. Okay. Um, definitely worth a look. Uh, okay, a couple more questions. Go to snack. Oh, at the moment. I'll give you my one at the moment because yeah. it's in my mind. Ramona's jalapeno hummus. Oh, dear Ooh. God. I have an addiction. I don't smoke. I don't do drugs. <laughs> but I eat a lot of hummus. <laughs> Love that. Actually, if you like hummus, um, have you been to Ralph's in Surbiton? I actually don't know if it's still there. I have been to Ralph's. They have a store at the farmer's market and yes. they have great hummus and like sausage rolls. And yeah, they, when I was in Surbiton, they had a shop. They'd opened a shop on the high street near Surbiton High School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that still yeah. there? Yeah, it's still there. Yeah. Yeah. That hummus was like a little bit of a dangerous obsession for me when I lived there. Oh, well, there you go. Ramona's hummus and Ralph's hummus. So, but hummus with carrot sticks. Carrot sticks specifically. Uh, yeah. Had some hummus the other day with a garlic and coriander naan, which is quite nice. Oh, I just needed, I needed a dipper, you know? Yeah. Needed something to dip. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay. Amazing. That was it. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's nice to talk so about fun. something other than business. I know, isn't it? <laughs> so nice, although I'm not going to lie, now I've talked about the prawns with the bread, I'm literally like, oh, I need it. I know, I feel like this is going to be the problem with this, is I'm going to come off every recording like, what can I eat now? Yeah. <laughs> very, very hungry. Um, but yeah, that was so fun and such a amazing group of people for your dinner party. <laughs> Thanks. So random, but things we love to see. Oh, so fun. Yeah, thank you so much. Do you want to tell everyone where they can find you if um, if they are looking? Sure thing. Don't talk about food, but I mean, you might get a glimpse at my favourite chilli sauce. Every or, some now wine, or some wine dupes. Yeah, well, yes, wine dupes. So bear, bear with me because this is a long old list. So to find out more about wine, wine dupes, I don't just talk about my products. I mainly talk about wine, which is weird because I don't sell wine. Um, at Partner in Wine UK on TikTok and Instagram, partnerinwine.co.uk is my website where you can buy my fantastic range of insulated wine bottles, etc. And then for just general musings, business tips, marketing, inspiration, motivation, whatever you want to call it, at Lucy Hitchcock underscore on Instagram. And at the Winging It podcast if you're looking for a business podcast all the links all the links I was going to say also at Sassy Digital but I actually rarely post on there anymore so <laughs> not taking my own advice am I well you've got you've got a lot on your plate yeah I do. Pardon, the, yeah. pardon the pun yeah pardon the pun <laughs> well thank you so much thank you so much yeah I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of your series thank you me too <laughs> Bye.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dine With Me. If you enjoyed it, I'd absolutely love if you would subscribe and leave us a review. Being a brand new podcast, it really, really helps for people to find us. If we've inspired you to get hosting and you fancy yourself some playful tableware or you need help setting the scene for an upcoming event, you can follow us at Studio Dine on socials or check out our website, studiodine.com. I'll see you next time.